they got killed in the process of doing it, then their whole family would be killed. So there's a lot of pressure and stress these guys had to operate under. The thing about stress is that it's visible, especially when you know what to look for. And you can't hide stress or like just put the lid on it and screw it down nice and tight and think it won't, because it'll leak out of your movements, your actions, your breathing, your, um, your, your, your voice, your conversation, your posture, your, you know, so you, you, what they had to learn to do is remove stress, to know how to let stress out of the body and to calibrate so that whatever situation they're in, if they're in a, you know, on a, walking onto a bus or going into a park or they had to be able to calibrate to the frequency of the environment what what frequency are people on and just blend in with it so they were unnoticed yo and welcome to the always better than yesterday podcast i am your host ryan hartley and this is a podcast for heart-centered leaders just like you this podcast seeks to help you leave a heart print where those around you are left a little bit better than they were yesterday. We're a community that spans 117 countries around the world, top 200 in 28 countries, and we have a Facebook community. If you're not part of that community yet, pause this right now, head over to Facebook and search We Are Always Better Than Yesterday. There are over 700 like-hearted human beings ready to come connect with you and simply ask that you come as you are and I hope that our time together leaves you a little bit better. These interview sessions are brought to you by our great friends at Web Creation. Head to webcreationgroup.com for stunning websites at sensible prices. Today on episode 157, I welcome back Matt Hill. Matt is the founder of the Systema Academy based here in Wiltshire. He has a, a great online academy too. And we talk about the real benefits, both body, mind, and spirit of Systema. We have an amazing conversation about the power of breath work and about being able to control and release stress. It's a great conversation. Go and check out all the great work that Matt's doing and uh, go and explore the, the latest offering that he has that he talks about in, in the show. And here we go, episode 157 with Matt Hill, founder of the Systema Academy. Enjoy, my friends. Matt, welcome back to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. How are you, mate? Very good. Good to be back, Ryan. Although I see you every week, so it doesn't feel <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like, I've been, like we haven't spoken to each other. Yeah, for this for. Show. For context, Matt and I's sons, we play in the same, they play in the same rugby team. We are coaches as well. So it is good. I I was just looking back, episode 49 is when you joined me last. And like, wow. where has that got time gone? It's like over two and a half years ago. Wow. So that's and what's this? Episode 150 odds, something like that. Is so it? this, yeah, this will be uh probably episode 157. Wow. Wow. So yeah, about yeah. Wow. One yeah. So one a week makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've been um, yeah. I've been really enjoying these conversations. I'm glad to have you back. But for those of my audience that maybe weren't with me um, a couple of years back, I just uh, love for you to just to get a brief introduction, bring them up to speed. Who are you? So my name is Matt Hill. I live in Wiltshire, 
Um, I, I run a, a thing called the Systema Academy. For those of you that most of you that probably don't know what Systema is, Systema is a, it's a Russian martial art. Uh, but very much it's a it's a health and well-being system as well and in this style um, it comes from a, a place of health and clarity and well-being so you know to be able to um, defend yourself in, in this style you need to be healthy in your body healthy in your mind healthy in your emotions and so that's the base and so lots of people come just for that reason you know they, they don't come to be fighters or martial artists as such although some develop that interest because it's it's fun um, but they, they come to understand how to, under pressure, manage yourself, manage your emotions and get yourself to an optimal state of relaxation mm. under duress. Mm. And um, pre-career, pre-Systema? Pre so before that, I was in business, uh, a number of different businesses, won't go into them all, but uh, they included um, self-employment, uh, which I am, of course, now again. Uh, crisis management. So I worked, sat on the board of a, a very large company um, and did crisis management across the world uh, for things, all sorts of things such as um, business interruptions, such as, you know, supply chain problems, um, country lockdowns, um, police investigations, kidnaps, manslaughters, all kinds of things. Um, and then before that, I was a captain in the parachute regiment in the British Army, uh, so served there for six years. And before that, I lived in Japan for two and a half years, uh, living in a, a very traditional martial arts dojo, which was like a, a farm, uh, no, no TV, no radio, no heating, kind of very Spartan. Uh, mm. You worked on the farm during the day and trained in the mornings and the evenings. And I've kind of always had an interest in martial arts. And, and so, yeah, that, that uh, after leaving school, pretty much that's kind of where I went. Mm. You've you've definitely cultivated a character of wisdom, and I and I think you know spending time with you on a rugby pitch on a Sunday has has been really nice. And and you kind of took me under your wing a little bit when I was just starting to leave the police, and and we spent some time together. And man, the last two years have been a little bit kind of unforeseen, a little bit crazy. And hmm. how have um I, I know that you're um you've been able to pivot in in great ways, and you took your your services online, but. How have you found uh, Systema to be um, a great thing to equip people to to journey these kind of uncertain times? It's a good question. And um, uh, in some ways, it's, it's, it's led me down the path to, to bringing something new out. But I think there's a couple of things that Systema does uh, one, it, it's kind of like lots of martial arts, it's rooted in some quite old traditions, some old European Russian traditions and health traditions. So things like cold water dousing, fasting, mm -hmm. um, uh, having some consistency about your day um, and about some practices, being able to hold a consistency through turbulence, um, getting outside, getting out in nature. Um, the key one really understanding how to breathe properly sounds like mm. the oddest thing to say but yeah i think it's getting more and more traction now people don't look at you like you've got two heads when you say that they don't know how to breathe properly and mm -hmm. you give them some ideas on how to improve that capability um so those old practices you know um I, they all obviously lead to improvements in your immune system 
um, and your sense of well-being, uh, vitality, energy, and you know during these times when you know we've been doing things which have robbed us of energy, you know, mm. and and well-being and immunity, things like you know closing ourselves off from other people, um, uh, being more sedentary, spending more time in front of screens, less time in nature. Um, not everyone, of course, yep. but um, but I, I think so. So that for sure, some of the practices and some of the kind of old traditions um and then also the, the system the, the key of system training itself to to feel when something's changing i.e mm. your system's becoming pressurized there's tension stress anxiety emotion coming into your system and the most important thing is knowing that you're not a victim to that you, you, you know mm. you're not a uh, um a watcher of it you can do something about it so knowing the tools you can use to be proactive and that changes that dynamic almost you know completely um it's it's a positive challenge rather than uh, you know something you're victim to yeah i remember the very i've had a little bit of a flashback as you're speaking i remember at the very early days of the first uk lockdown you're out in your garden with your bucket of water huh. just it was almost bringing back the ice back ice bucket challenge of 10 years ago it was um it's great and 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 cold water therapy and breath work has, have been something that I've really doubled down on on this mm. year. I, I wouldn't describe myself as a terribly anxious person, but the third when the third lockdown came and Boris was like, yep, you, you know, your kids are going to have to stay home. I was just mm. like, the kids need to go back to school. We've just had them home for the whole of Christmas. They started to kill each other. I love them dearly, yeah. but they needed to go back to school. Yeah. And off comes Boris again with a lockdown three special. And um, yeah, I got, I got quite anxious. I got quite anxious. And, and that's where I really started to double down with the, the breath work and, and the cold water exposure. Talk to us a little bit about breath work. Talk to us about why, why so many people don't understand how to breathe properly. Well, in some ways, because I think it's one of those automatic things that happens anyway. Yeah. You know, it's one. It's the is the system of of the systems that run your body. You know, your uh, cardiovascular, your pulmonary, your digestive, your reproductive, your uh, immune system. You know, all that nervous system, all those systems that kind of run in the background. Mm. It's the one that will run automatically, like when you're asleep, or you can consciously interdict and have some control over. So, so it's the key to unlocking everything out all those and, and all the systems are linked you know obviously your whole body is there's no separate bits in it it's all linked um so it's it's the one that you can override and course recorrect a little bit um and thereby course recorrect all the others so and i think um it's it's easy to take for granted until it's taken away and and mm. you know you you speak to anyone that got hospitalized with covid and had breathing problems mm. it's arguably the most terrifying thing to lose mm. you know you, you can lose a limb lose control of things but you lose control of your breath or the ability to breathe you know death is moments away and mm. um, so it's it's you know uh, uh, terrifying but that and fear and breath are two sides of the same coin you know all you got to do is hold your breath for a little bit and fear and panic and anxiety will flood your body mm -hmm. so you, you understand when you understand how to breathe a little bit better, you understand how to manage mm -hmm. th those fear responses. And it's, you know, probably one of, if not the most powerful 
um, responses in the body, fear, because it's the survival one. You mm -hmm. know, it's what gets you away from the lion or, you know, uh, um, or, or enables you to hide from someone who's coming to get you, you know, or something. So it's so it's it's a it's a, a powerful response. And um, and and I think that to answer the, the first part of your question, why why is it a new thing to people? It's, it's so easy to take for granted mm. and yet equally powerful when you get to understand a little bit about how to how to use it and mostly in everyday moments mm -hmm. it, like you know the, the it, it, people can do lots of tricks with breath work you know bring their heart rate down and you know visibly bring their heart rate down and you know go long periods of time in cold water and things and in some ways they're kind of tricks to catch the attention and they've got some benefit because you know but the real benefit for me is the ability to know and moderate yourself moment to moment through life so that mm. or through your day so that you know you can go through your day and accumulate relaxation rather than stress so that by the time you get home to your family you're not this ball of angst waiting to pop and explode that you know you're you're calm and relaxed um you know in some ways that you know understanding breath and how to how to manage it moment to moment in very small subtle ways is um it, it's it's the way to transform stress into relaxation yeah that's powerful i read um i read a book this year called breath by james nestor and he talks um about the power of nose breathing so i've been like taping my mouth at bedtime so i can mm. encourage myself to breathe through the nose but the one thing i guess i always used to intuitively know back uh, when i was at the police as a, as a leader doing many presentations is that slowing my breathing down would calm me down you know in, in those pressurized situations yeah. in that kind of the chest is pumping a little bit i always knew that by taking a few slow deep breaths that i could bring a sense of presence and i, and I look at some rugby kickers and you know, rather than rushing with the pace of the referee, they're, they're taking their time and, and more footballers now as well. They seem yeah. to be composing themselves through breaths. But I really like what you yeah. said there about the relevance of leadership, about us as leaders. And then we come home for the people who need us hmm. and how, you know, there are times when uh, Corey would have had a, a less present dad when I got home because I was still trying to process the day. Um you know, by thinking, I hadn't, hadn't quite finished my task list. How can, I, I, I wonder whether this comes into your new offering, but how does one then as a leader start to use breath work as a form of stress control? So I know you talk a lot about heart set and, you know, rather mindset, heart set. And I, I like that flip. If it's even a flip, you know, maybe it's the, the real thing. Um, and, you know, the, in Systema, there's a saying that, you know, what's in your heart will come out through your fist. Hmm. You know, and people think for a martial art, it's got to be aggressive and violent and those things. And Systema is very much not, you know, it comes from a place of calm and, you know, peaceful. You know, it's it's in its deep roots. It's a Christian uh, martial art, um, although you don't have to be a Christian to practice it. You know, mm -hmm. and lots of people that do aren't, you know, but they're the, the, the things that inform it. That and all martial arts are really meant to be the same. You know, they're meant to be like an army. It's not mm -hmm. meant to be there for violent ends. You know, it's there to bring peace, um, in, in its in its uh, uh, ideally. Um, so, and I think when you 
learn to when you understand how to use your breath to to, to manage your emotion you understand how to bring yourself to a place of calm and ease and generally when there's calm and ease there's peace mm. and so and that comes out of you it comes out of how you stand how you look how you walk how you talk and it, one of my favorite uh descriptions of leadership is it's the communication of emotion hmm. um and so you know you, you're you're verbally communicating all the time how you speak communicates and and you know obviously how you uh, how you act communicates and you know we all know that the way you say things mm. communicates more than what you actually say in lots of cases so i think for for leaders you know to to operate from a place of calm and peace um through breathwork uh, is 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 you know maybe one of the or to at least be aware of that you know sometimes of course you need to inspire and you need to motivate and you need to you know maybe calm and peace isn't the thing that's going to get <laughs> a, a platoon of paratroopers you know over a tra through a trench but at least be aware of it so mm. that you know you're not being possessed by something you don't want to be possessed by you know you can understand when you need to infuse emotion or, or, of a certain type or when you need to infuse calm and peace but that, that you've got control over it yeah that's it it's, it's mastery of of that and um what are so you talked about the foundations of systema being body mind and emotions how how does the body come into play uh would okay so you know your body is um a map of your emotions mm. um you know like if you if you think of the typical posture of someone who's angry or aggressive or jealous or greed kind of they're all they they, they bend you and they, they they make you kind of crooked mm. whereas you know someone at, at peace at ease will have a more of a straightness so one of the principles of systema it's quite simple there's only four of them it's um breathing movement relaxation posture that's why posture is so important because a straight posture will drop those emotions out of you um mm. and 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 so you learn to you learn to feel things in your body and with breathing um it's a uh, for me breathing is a feeling rather than a set of techniques so the, the techniques allow you to understand how correct breathing should feel in your body you know mm. you breathe this way and you feel something you breathe that way and you feel something you breathe this way and and it takes the tension out of your body or it takes the emotion out of your body um and 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 especially under stress techniques are a very hard thing to access to mm. think through but feelings are what high stress is all about and if you can like click that you're feeling wrong or you're feeling different to mm. how to to what your base line or state is and you know how to bring yourself back to a feeling um like feelings are a shortcut for techniques so mm. so like in in class i'll get people to um get them to breathe a certain way um and that and that could be static it could be moving it could be you know in partner work you know or more stress like in a breath hold and then but i'll get them to say right check in how that feels in your body you know what's the what's the tension like what's your heart rate like what's your blood pressure like um what emotions are you feeling um what's your breathing rate like and i'll get them to clock that feeling and over time they can shortcut 
the specific mm. technique that gets them to that feeling or running yeah. through that checklist and they can go straight to the feeling and that takes their body and their systems back to the optimal state for whatever situation they're in and mm. so that that's the the body part really it gives you the information to to work with yeah i love that one of the things i've been really talking about recently is about understanding that pressure of life does it get the does it get the best of us or does it get the better of us and i think you know sometimes that self-awareness understanding how you know how we come across during those times of pressure and um you know you take people away on camps you take people away on these trips is that is that a way of getting one to understand self in a in a an environment under stress and pressure a little bit yeah they um so so the camps the the jungle expeditions but the jungle expedition is is more less a systema camp really although it infuses it you know and some people only really get parts of systema when they go and do something like that certainly yep. the breath work when they're under a lot of physical stress so where did you um, where, where have you been so far with your expeditions so uh, uh jungle wise um i've done a trip to borneo and i've got a trip to guatemala coming up in february this year uh, so i've got 23 people coming to guatemala okay. in feb um and i've been to i've been to borneo and belize in the army um and then i've done trips to other forests like in, in europe sweden um, and I do regular ones in the UK. Mm. Um, but so, and in the camps, very much in system, they follow like the path. I mean, they're great to take you out of um, kind of life and put you into, in, in some ways, a, a, like a more real life, if you like, because, mm -hmm. you know, when you remove, when you remove chairs, cookers, kettles, and, and you know, and, and everything is you, 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 you kind of you're close, you're in the sharper end of life, you know, that you have to think a little bit more about things and, and, and everything's a little bit more vivid and alive. Mm. And certainly the, the feelings in your body. So, you know, the stresses and we, we take them through that curve of, you know, self awareness first of, you know, notice how you're feeling here. Um, notice how you feel when you do this. And then little by little, we'll introduce more stress and keep checking their ability to come back under greater and greater levels of stress mm. to kind of where is an, an optimal place because, you know, your, your most relaxed baseline isn't always the most optimal place. You know, sometimes you want to be a little yeah. bit elevated from that, but ideally you've got control of the dial and you can dial yourself up when you need to, and then dial yourself back down when you need to. And, and, you know, the coming back down bit is the difficult bit for lots of people. You know, they, the, the, the body of their psyche will take them to a place of stress or uh, an ability to manage in that stress. Yeah. But then getting rid of that afterwards when it's not needed um, is the difficult bit. And that's when things start to go toxic um, yeah. in your in your mental state, in your physical state and, and your emotional state. And then, you know, your overall health. So mm. um, one of the things I've wrestled with recently is that human beings are the only species that could go to their grave without realizing their potential. And I think that there's something around the animal kingdom that operates out of just instinct versus a human being that's given this sense of consciousness, the ability to choose. And, and it's interesting what you say there, because whilst peace might not be the optimal state to be in, it's, I guess it's the foundation, because what it does is it gives us the opportunity to then choose. 
Whereas if we come to the world in that state of stress, we've almost lost our ability to choose because we're going to act kind of from our instincts. Yeah. And I, uh, for a long time, I used to say and, and think, and, and, and it's very much partly true that, um, you, you know, stop trying to control the world around you because you can't. Uh, but what you can control is how that's affecting you on the inside, you know, and through breath work or other practices, you know, you can, you can limit sometimes the, the damage to your internal environment, your physical health, mental, emotional health, that stressful situations, stressful people, um, you know, a stressful world can, can have on you. And, you know, let's face it in today's world, stress is the normal normative state for, or, you know, having stress all around you is the normative state. And what's happening in your body is your, how you're representing that inside. Um, so, but, I think in some ways, although you can't control it, you can really influence the world around you through how you are. So like as we talked a little bit earlier, although you can't change or control the situations around you and neither should you really try beyond maybe, you know, things that you do need to try and control, like, you know, your children and family. And, and even that is kind of handrails, <laughs> guardrails yeah, rather yeah. than control. But, um, but it, what you can do is through how how you are and how you and what you exude yeah. you can influence it like for example a confrontation you know how you respond to that confrontation what's coming out of you will have a massive impact on where that goes and then not only where that goes but what happens to everyone you meet afterwards for the next day or whatever you know like how many people get you know frustrated in a car journey or a car mm. or a car bump or something and then carry that stress to everyone else that they meet, you know, because through a lack of maybe lots of things, self-awareness, experience, training, learning, you know, knowledge, they, they, they're some, in some ways unaware that they're possessed by that thing that has happened to them. And, you know, they've got no control on dropping it out. It was yeah. done to them. And, you know, that there's a, there's a real power to, to the knowledge that, that you're kind of, in control of yeah. what's going on inside although there's caveats to that too no one's a saint and no one's perfect and yep. what's the what's the saying that it's it's harder to manage yourself than to manage a city or something like that <laughs> you know the yeah if it, if it was that easy everyone would be healthy and thin and yeah. you know or whatever yeah. i um i just finished a book last month by dr bruce lipton and in it he says he used to go around telling people that you are 100 responsible for everything in your life and then people would kind of argue with him and, and come up with stories around how people had wronged them in their life. And he's like, right, okay, I'm going to really tweak that phrase. I'm going to say, once you become aware that you are responsible for everything in your life, then you are responsible for everything in your life. And I think sometimes it's like you say, it's just hmm. having that awareness um, that, that we're accountable for, for everything in our lives. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> you brought in I, the... I like what you said earlier as well about, um, and I hadn't thought of it like that, the human beings are the only creatures that maybe don't live up to their potential. Um, yeah. Yeah. Powerful, isn't it? I, I, I have some random thoughts every now and again, and that, and that one kept me up for a while, but <laughs> it's yeah. true. I, so some people might see that as a burden. I see that as a great responsibility. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're capable of the, you know, the great joys and, and, you know, the, the great, um, achievements but you know we're also capable of the great you know 
um, fall shorts and, and depressions and all those things that come yeah. from that, you know, that, that feeling of being unfulfilled, which mm. animals don't suffer from really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I often think about, okay, what does it then mean to be human? We've got the prefrontal cortex of our brain. My dog doesn't, my dog is entirely happy all of the time because it's present. So therefore we think we've, oh, this is going off on a tangent now, but we think we've evolved to a point where we're a superior species, but this thing at the front of our brain creates all sorts of problems because we have the ability to think about thinking the future, mm. the past, all in one moment. Whereas the dog still wagging his tail. He's, he's happy. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's funny, isn't it? The flaws in, you were starting to realize maybe some of the disbenefits of our evolution. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, I mean, and, and, a lot of things like meditation and yeah. and uh, you know they they try and take you back to the ability to vividly experience every part of every moment or you know every vividly experience every moment you know and yeah. uh, and then to drop it as soon as it's gone which is inherent in that I guess. Um, That's isn't it you know and I guess you know with your Eastern kind of influences as well it it, it all points to a simpler time and I think the world currently as it exists in a western world is is to our lack is to our is to our money is to our commercial opportunities and we got kids growing up in that world you know constantly feeling like they lack something in some way but if they haven't got the latest clothes the latest music latest tiktok trends how um it's difficult you know being a, a young person in today's age how how I, I know that your family get involved in sistema how might um, younger people potentially with a bit of uh, anxiety at school, how might uh, Systema be useful for them? I think uh, teaching them that, that they've got some control over how they feel. It's mm. not something that takes them over and they just have to, well, a lot of them, it's, it's not even, it's just how they feel that they're not even uh, aware that, you know, maybe something's, cause them to feel that way mm -hmm. and and you know they don't reflect back and think what, what what's happened today that's made me feel that way or you know what you, you know if like simple things like if, if you if you pick up an injury or you know something doesn't go quite right and you think okay just wind that back at you what what happened that maybe led to that and even that can give you some sense of ability to manage that you know um but it, but it's that I think that self. Firstly, the knowledge that you can change, you can change how you feel, mm. um, and and you can, you know, positively impact and influence that. And sometimes, even with someone else, you know, you, like if someone else is feeling having a difficult time or you know feeling down, and you know they say just be with them, and and some people think well what good is that going to do? What do I say? How do I, how do I snap them out of it? How do I bring them out of it? Mm. But all you need to do is be, you know, feel like you're compassionate, that you, you care for them and, and, you know, know how to, how to, feel, how to know how to feel okay in yourself. And then just with, you know, being with that person and, and how you are with them, you'll transmit that across and that, that knowledge that they're being cared for. And, and so, um, it, in answer to the question about what can children do, I think it's the knowledge that moment to moment you can change how you feel. You can come through things and pull yourself out of things mm. breath by breath. 
you know, yeah. almost like steps up a ladder or pulling yourself up a rope. It's breath by breath and you'll, you'll pull yourself up and out of it. Yeah. And sometimes it's pulling ourselves out of our minds, isn't it? You know, our, our kids on a Sunday at the moment, they're absolutely buzzing because they get to tackle each other. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting out of their minds, into their bodies. They're having good fun. And and I guess, you know, having seen a number of your videos and seeing, you know, like the, the side rolls and the roly polies and, uh, and all sorts, it's just a very... Um, a very connected experience that takes us away from maybe the the challenges of, of everyday life yeah 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 and um it, you know it almost uh, i'm aware that it's i'm making it sound quite simple you know all you got to do is breathe um, <laughs> yeah no <laughs> um but it but there's a difference between breathing and conscious breathing mm. and it's and it's also you know linking that to movement um and and to those feelings you know it's Mm. I know that you've got something coming out soon. What, what are you working on? What are you looking forward to sharing with the world? Yeah, so I, I, I've got a number of downloadables. Um, you know, I've got a breathwork course and, you know, some mobility and stick mobility and, and um, you know, different things. But I've and a, a 28 day challenge. Um, but uh, I, I realized that there's, there's a lot in Systema and throughout the pandemic, uh, something that I think became apparent to to most of us was how fragile your well-being and, and mental health can be and, mm. you know, how quickly stress and anxiety can come into the system. And, you know, and I think that that was, you know, there was a lot of testimony to that from influencers and, you know, celebrities, but also like kind of, I think everyone felt it in their daily mm. life, you know, the uncertainty. Um, and so what I, I did was I, I put together a, a, a program um, and it was actually on the back of, I, I, I've got a mentor in the States and um, we were chatting and, and he said, you know, have you, have you tried taking Systema kind of outside of the Systema community and to make it a bit more accessible, available to, to, to you know, people, you know, that have really got no interest in a martial art or, or maybe in, in a, you know, would never have heard of Systema and mm. I said yeah I've tried lots of times but it's not easy you know and he said um you know what you need really is something that will catch people's imagination you know something that people will look at and think oh that's relevant to me mm -hmm. or or just something catchy and and he talked about because he's in the health and fitness industry he talked about um when kettlebells came to mm -hmm. America and there's a guy called Pavel who was a, a Russian and he, you know, had this image of the, you know, the strength secrets of the Russian strongmen and, you know, going back to the gladiator days and things. And it really fired the imagination and caught them. And um, and I, I'm always a little bit self-conscious of that, you know, that you don't want to hype something up and make it sound hugely grand when it's actually quite a simple thing, you know. Um, and I was like, well, OK. And, and I thought about I thought about you know the, the idea of where Systema came from and you know it, as I mentioned it came from the, uh, the 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 knights who guarded the monks in the churches and it's kind of you know filtered all the way through and whereas in lots of Eastern martial arts they kind of almost froze in time and you know you go in and you still wear the uniform of of you know the a thousand years ago in Japan or you know the the nomenclature is all the same, but Systema was a bit different. It kind of allowed itself to, to move with the times and change with the needs and, you know, how people moved. And 
And there was a period after the Second World War, or just after the Second World War, when they set up in Russia a thing called the Smirsh, who were the spy catchers, is, is the rough translation of it. And they're the people that Stalin sent out across Europe to track down the Nazis um, and bring them back. And, um, and they operated under a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Stalin, maybe he's not the most uh, HR savvy boss the world <laughs> has ever known. So, you know, he would, when he sent these guys out, um, he, he would, they would go under the, on the understanding. They had to do some pretty dangerous stuff. You know, they had mm -hmm. to walk in, you know, everyday life. It wasn't a battlefield anymore. It was, you know, like everyday life. And they had to track someone down, follow them, find mm -hmm. their patterns um, so that they could, you know, capture them and bring them back to Russia. And, you know, not an easy thing to do. You know, mm -hmm. it's much easier to shoot someone than to do that, but that was no good to them. So they went out to do these jobs on the understanding. And, and also these were pretty skilled guys they were trying to track down too. There was, you know, the, the danger of trying to catch a tiger kind of thing. And they went out in the knowledge that if they came back having failed in the mission, either failed to find them, failed to catch them, or, you know, they shot them and, and had to kill them in the process of bringing them back, they'd be killed. No questions, mm. they're killed. If they got killed in the process of doing it, then their whole family would be killed. So there's a lot of pressure and stress these guys had to operate under. Mm. And so, and the thing about stress is that it's visible, especially when you know what to look for. And you can't hide stress or like, just put the lid on it and screw it down nice and tight and think it won't, because it'll leak out of your movements, your actions, your breathing, your, um, your, your, your voice, your conversation, your posture, your, you know, so you, what they had to learn to do is remove stress, to know mm -hmm. how to let stress out of the body and to calibrate so that whatever situation they're in, if they're in a, you know, on a, walking onto a bus or going into a park or they had to be able to calibrate to the frequency of the environment what what frequency are people on and just blend in with it so they were unnoticed even by people trained to look for it hmm. and so that's that's a skill that mm -hmm. the system teaches you firstly how to let go of stress how to feel it coming poof, and you almost just pull the plug and it drops out and then how to calibrate yourself to the situation so that you blend in and become unnoticed, you know, and, um, and they're useful skills, not just for spies, but for every day, you know, if, if you've got the ability to let go of stress, um, then that's, that's a, that's a powerful capability. Mm. Um, you know, and it's a, like I say, it's an everyday thing and it's, it's maybe not walking up Everest in bare feet or, you know, sitting in an icy river for eight minutes, but it doesn't need to be either, you know, and they're, they're good things, they're useful things, but, you know, if if you can let go of stress in a moment on command, that's like a superpower for most mm. people. Mm. So so it really over eight days, it's a series of practices that you can kind of short, you can pick up quite quick and you can implement it in every day when you're walking along the street, you're driving in your car, you're sat at your desk, you're, you know, with your children, whatever. They're things that you can start to notice and apply a couple of skills and get better and better through practice in everyday moments to bring a, a better, better quality to your life. Yeah. I love that. Is that a, uh, is that a course cohort time or is it a online come and get it as and when 
it'll be an online 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 thing so people can just you know sign up and and get it and then um then it'll be a, a number of emails over eight emails over eight days yeah um, and then they're there for them to come back to to practice you know whatever with a a video link in them and um, and some notes afterwards so amazing so if you listen to this before christmas what an ideal christmas present for any any human being that wants to release stress right <laughs> what, uh, yeah what yeah. a gift what yeah. a gift Amazing. Mate, thank you for taking time out of your day for coming back to the show. Really good to hear from you again. Um, I'll put all your good links in the, in the show notes. Just be honoured if you'd leave us with a final thought from yourself. Hmm. What I did then, exhale. Um, you know, if uh, you, in, in moments, and these happen all the time in your life when you're caught in a thought or you know, caught in a problem or caught in an interaction, mm. uh, you'll hold your breath. And if you exhale, you'll just, you'll release that pressure. I mean, anyone listening to it now, mm. exhale in a way that you feel like a sigh, almost like you feel relaxation fall down through your body. Um, try not to collapse your body at the same time. Try and, you know, relax without collapse, but exhale. And then you'll naturally inhale after an exhale. It's the strongest urge that a human being's got. And when you inhale, bring it in through the nose and it'll give you clarity and relaxation. So. Love that. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Awesome. Great to see you, Ryan. See you Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> see you Sunday. <laughs> Love to the family. Peace. And you. Cheers. There we go. Episode 157 with Matt Hill, founder of the Systema Academy. Please go and subscribe. Please do leave us a review. Let us know what's really stood out for you in this episode. Tag us both in social media. You can find the links within the show notes. And if you would like, please do share this with one person you wish to inspire to. There was so much goodness in that episode. There was definitely some practical things that um, that you or, or maybe a loved one can do to improve either your mental health, your physical health, uh, your spiritual health. It was just such a, a rich conversation in, in 40 minutes. And I, and I urge you to go and find out more about Matt and uh, all the great work that he's doing in the world because I know that you will benefit from it. Thank you for making it to the end. Really appreciate you uh, and look forward to sharing another great episode with you next week. And keep checking out all the little uh, mini episodes that I put out on the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Everything here, always better than yesterday, is trying to help you um, journey be, be someone that you love, to do more of what you love, to bring your gifts, your skills, your talents into the world, to really connect with and lead from your heart set and to bring your heart work into the world and serve those around you because it's that power, that heart-centered power that will leave a heart print where those around you are left better than they were yesterday. And I hope that this podcast and our time here together has left you better in some way. Maybe there's a thought, maybe there's a feeling, maybe there's an inspired action that you're going to take that who knows where the ripple effect may take you. Have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you. I've been Ryan Hartley, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, and I look forward to sharing space and time with you again soon. Always love. <laughs>